Welcome to the F5 Challenge Podcast. This podcast emphasizes five Fs, fitness, faith, fortitude, fellowship, and fun. It is dedicated to empowering you not just to be physically fit, but to be fit for life. I hope it inspires you and motivates you to grow in your faith. Enjoy the episode. Hey guys, Coach Xion here. I am so excited about today's podcast because my friend Gary T. Roller is joining us today and he's from South Africa. He's an ultra marathon runner and he's going to talk to us about how plant-based diet has helped him in his fitness, but not just in fitness, in life. So welcome, Gary. How's it going, brother? What's happening, brother? So good to be back in the room. Should I say the digital room with you again? Yeah, it's so awesome. So, Gary, we met a few years ago at Yosemite, the F5 Yosemite event. Yeah, I think, how many years ago was that? Was that two or three years? I cannot remember. Yeah, I think it was 2018. And that was a really awesome event. And you spoke... At that event, uh, I just was really inspired by you. And so I was thinking, man, I, sh- I need to get you on podcast. <laughs> yes, brother. That was uh, Claire and I were actually just talking about that uh, that trip to Yosemite with you guys. And it was, um, oh, it was just such a beautiful experience. Yeah. And so you and Claire, you know, Claire is your fiance now. She sure is. And believe it or not, I was actually supposed to propose to her at Yosemite, but the, I hadn't had the ring made in time. So <laughs> then it, it got shifted to Table Mountain in Cape Town oh, that's uh, awesome. a couple of weeks later. That's awesome. So you're, you're from South Africa. And tell yeah. us a little bit what you do. <clears throat> so I'm a personal freedom and leadership coach. I work with high-performing individuals, uh, predominantly entrepreneurs, uh, business people, uh, people in the corporate world, or just like true hustlers, you know, people trying to make a difference in the world. Uh, I, I use a couple of modalities, which I'm not going to get into because that might be boring. Uh, but really what I do is I help people reset their entire life. So I look at uh, any traumatic event that has happened in their life that perhaps they are not aware of. Um, and we look at completely just resetting it. So like if you think of like a diet detox, uh, we do the same because I work in the wellness space as well. We detox everything in your life. So emotions, uh, relationships, wellness, etc. So that we can get you, and I say we because I've got quite an amazing team of experts that, that come with me on this journey with my clients. Um, and we reset your base. And if you think of the house, the, the base of your house, right? Uh, if you build a home on a very um, insecure base, then the whole house is insecure. So that, that is my methodology. I, I, we, we, we detox your entire life so we can build a base in your life so that we can build your envisioned life, that, that desired life that you want so that it can withstand any storm, COVID-19 included. Um, so really to become impenetrable there. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That is awesome. You know, that, that growth that we could have through taking care of that foundation, you know, that, that's something I believe in too. And yeah. I do believe that one of the most important thing in that personal growth is lifestyle and diet. And I know that that's something that you emphasize in your life. And I know that you're plant-based. You're plant-based. I sure am. And it's so correct what you said. Uh, Our home 
homes, and it's great, we can just carry on this analogy. Our, our homes of our lives are really our bodies. Uh, it's what carries us through this lifetime. And as, as much as people would like to dismiss the fact that what they are eating is potentially uh, causing them disease and holding them back from success in life or relationships or uh, even even um, in their business career, uh, it is so true. And uh, I've, I, I didn't come into this. I wasn't born into in this necessarily healthy family. My whole family is comprised of butchers. My grandmother, my dad, my uncles, my cousins, they're all butchers, right? I grew up on meat, a very meat-oriented family. And um, it was really drugs and alcohol brought me to my knees. And uh, it allowed me the opportunity to sober up, which I'm super grateful for, because it wasn't really me getting away from drugs and alcohol that woke me up. It was the drugs and alcohol that woke me up and made me aware of who I was in life. Uh, how much I was hiding from my truth, how much I was hiding from who I was meant to be, uh, the light that I was supposed to be shining in the world, right? I had to change everything in my life in order to have a different outcome. Like they say, insanity is, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over and think and expecting a different result. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I did was I literally cleaned out everything. Like I said, it's a methodology I used in my, in my coaching, but uh, maybe not as drastic in my coaching. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what I did as an addict, I literally stopped everything. I pulled out of the corporate world. I was really, I was very successful in the corporate world. I had everything that deemed I was successful at that time. You know, the car, the money, the girlfriends, uh, the status, the titles, everything. Um, and I just knew that I wasn't happy inside. I mm-hmm. didn't know why. Mm-hmm. But my intuitive feeling was that something, something was off. I'd stopped the drugs. I'd stopped the alcohol. Um, so now it was time to shed everything. So I stepped out of the corporate world. I broke up with my girlfriend. I moved back. I moved out of the city that was bringing me angst and, and stress. And um, I gave myself space to understand what I wanted. And that's when everything started. I walked into a cafe and that cafe owner also owned a nutrition course. Mm-hmm. And that's when my journey into studying nutrition started. And I came in there, I came in there eating a lot of steaks. Uh, and I came out of that as a integrated health and wellness coach um, and prioritizing plant-based nutrition um, and as a coach as well. And I changed my whole diet over uh, to change my whole lifestyle over to a vegan lifestyle. And I changed my whole diet over to a plant-based lifestyle. Mm. The reason why I use both those words is because veganism is not a diet veganism is a lifestyle of compassion Mm -hmm. i i was able to connect to myself deeply enough to understand that uh if i'm not going to be compassionate in my diet how can i be compassionate in my life Mm -hmm. and yes i do refer to animals being killed i do refer to uh the the way we are dismissive to certain aspects of our life you know we we're kind to humans but then we don't want to think beyond what's on our plate and then i say plant-based because Veganism can be unhealthy, mm-hmm. but from the beginning, I made I made an effort, and I really committed to only eating whole foods. I wanted to make it simple because, uh, as much as I s- figured out through the research that meat and all animal products were super unhealthy for you, um, so was processed products. So were crisps, chips, chocolates, uh, all these things that were vegan as well. Um, and I really 
All I wanted to do was build a very strong body so that I could uh, show up more, so that I could serve humanity more, so that I could love more, so that I could really give the world more of my light. And I could only do that if I was optimizing my life. And when I optimize my life, I have more energy and that's why I can do more and be more. Mm, That's so awesome. It's so awesome how it's not just about diet and eating, but it's also transfer transfers over to how we treat people and having compassion to the, to the world basically and and i like mm. how it you said at the end it gives you energy and probably gives yeah. you energy for life um mm. and one of the things that really it just really bobbled my mind was that you're an ultra marathon runner and you're plant-based and not only your plant-based but you also don't mm. eat any processed food you eat you said mm. whole food and so yeah i think a lot of people would question you know like has it helped you with your running did did it help you at all so i'll, I'll give you the exact stats so i i transitioned to a plant-based diet uh when i was prepping for ironman and i had just been chosen to be a part of um the south african triathlon team uh, so I was prepping for World Champs in Mexico, and I was prepping for uh, full Ironman, and I was prepping for the Comrades, which is a 90-kilometer road run, um, all within like a, a two-month time gap. And the I I was eating the sad diets, the standard American diets, and yes, sad in capital letters because it is an emotional sad diet. Um, <laughs> but we won't we won't go into that. And it's and 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 I so I went from that. And then straight away the next day, I flipped into a whole food plant-based diet. And this mm. is what happened. My heart rate lowered by 10% at the same running speeds I was doing. Mm. At that stage, I was running. Um, I work in kilometers. So I was, if you equate it to, I was running my 10 kilometers in about um, 34, 35 minutes at the time. Okay. Uh, I, was, I was proper race ready. I was marathon, like sub three-hour mar- mar- marathon. Uh, and within... One week, my heart rate had dropped 10%. So now what does this tell you? This tells you that my body is reacting favorably and that I was able to either run faster or go longer. Mm. Because if anyone is an endurance athlete, they'll know like 10% on your heart rate is quite uh, it's quite a big margin to be working with, especially if, if you are at levels that I was competing at. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and the other thing, within two weeks, my recovery was insane because i went into a plant-based diet like really not thinking that it was going to work like i knew i saw the research but i i grew up in a family full of meats i didn't want to tell them i was doing this because i was like (laughs) i'm not going to be that vegan hippie like there's no ways i'm going to be as strong because i need the protein and i need the meat Mm -hmm. and it's my self-experiment because everything that i teach in life i always self-experiment and Within one week, my heart rate changed. Within two weeks, my, my recovery, I, I literally could run, I could go out and run 40, 50, 60 kilometers, uh, literally, so what's that, 20, 30, 40 miles. And the next morning, I was fresh. Mm. I was getting up, and I was able to do the same thing. And That's I was awesome. like, what is, what is going on? And, uh, of course, that took me down the spiral of researching more and more. And really what I understood is, the the nutrition narrative in the world is very skewed towards the companies that have the biggest budgets and the companies that have the biggest budgets are the companies that have an incentive to sell protein so that's your protein powders that's your supplement companies and that's your meat companies it's massive and human beings hear this so everyone listening human beings 
do not ever need more than 10% protein. And believe it or not, you can get enough protein, uh, or should I say amino acids, from a complete fruit diet. And I'm not telling you to go completely on a fruit diet, mm. but believe it or not, you get protein and a mango. And really what our body craves is uh, simple, simple sh sugars, glucose from car complex carbohydrates, because that is what our cells get energy from. And um, I think the numbers on our macros, macros meaning proteins, fats, carbohydrates have been skewed in the media. Well, I know so. And for the last seven years now, uh, sorry, six years being plant-based, I've just, I've done big distances. I've had more energy than anything. I've uh, healed my high cholesterol. I've, uh, and I even turned my dad plant-based. Remember he was a butcher and I turned him plant-based <laughs> and he, he lost 120 pounds, age 70. He came off 10 schedule six meds. And at the age of 71 now, he's running, he's cycling. He finished his first 100K cycle race the other day. Um, so if I can do it and you don't believe me because I'm young, he did it. He's 70. This stuff works. That's awesome. That's awesome. And so you said about protein. So what do you eat for a protein source? Because that's like so, a number one uh, question that people ask in fitness, you know. Oh, if you're plant-based, yeah, what do you get so, your protein? So here's, the, so, so here's the thing. Where do you get your carbohydrates? That's, that's my question always back to someone that says, where do I get my protein? Mm -hmm. Most people are eating way too much protein. Most people are eating way too much protein and are actually causing a very acidic environment within their bodies. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, when you're training and whether you're an endurance athlete or you are in the gym or you're a surfer or a ballerina, whatever the case is, right? Why, what's the reason behind people wanting more protein, right? Because they believe protein is going to make them recover quicker. Correct. Okay. Uh, yeah. Right. They and they want to recover quicker because they want to be able to train as hard the next day. Right? right. So that they can become stronger. Right. So it really comes down to how do I get into gym or the surf or on a run the next day? And that is recovery. And recovery comes down to what you're consuming from a mineral point of view, what are you consuming from a vitamin point of view? And I don't mean synthetic vitamins. I mean, from fruits and vegetables, uh, what, are you con what are you consuming from an antioxidant point of view, which are your very, well, in all fruits and vegetables, but your very colorful ones have more antioxidants. Uh, and what antioxidant means, it means it's removing the oxidation. Mm. And the oxidation is the, is the lactic acid. And all the acids in our body from overtraining and that is causing an acidic environment. And in an acidic environment, we get stiff. We get cancer. We get diabetes. We get all sorts of diseases. And that's where it's coming from. Mm -hmm. We do not need more than 10% protein. This is proven. And, and you, uh, people can go into PubMed studies, uh, peer-reviewed studies. And it really is that. The studies that show that we need more than 10% and saying we need 20, 30% are literally coming from uh, studies that are funded by the meat industry, 99% of them. Mm -hmm. um, so, so it's not a matter of where do you get your protein. It's like, uh, are you getting enough uh, fiber-rich foods? Are you getting enough mineral-rich foods? Are you getting enough antioxidant-rich foods? Um, and are you getting enough carbohydrates? Mm -hmm. Because your body needs to be replenished through carbohydrates. Yeah. Proteins are... Uh, here's the process of protein, so everyone understands this. 
when we ingest proteins, we need to break a protein down into branch chain amino acids. Now, I know everyone knows that word, BCAAs. You can buy okay. supplements with it, etc. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So branch chain amino acids are the building blocks of protein. We cannot ingest an outside protein and use it as a protein in our body straight away. We need to break it down into branch chain amino acids so it's relevant to a human body. Okay. So then our bodies take the branch chain amino acids for the second step and they build it into proteins that can synthesize in our bodies. Mm. Right? Right. And where do we get the most BCAs? You know, like, well, where do they come from? Uh, you know, like green juices and, and greens. And believe it or not, it's like, why can't we become more efficient and skip out? Uh, uh, the foods that are hard to digest, such as uh, animal-based proteins, they're super hard to digest. Right. So okay, can we just skip that out? And if you, there's no need even for protein powders. I don't touch that stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you want higher protein foods, there's seeds and there's nuts and there's legumes and all that. But they also come as a full package of carbohydrates and fats and, and glucose and just like ready to power you. Right. So it's... Um, uh, it really comes down to really understanding what is needed. And, and if you're asking where do you get your protein, ask yourself why are you asking that mm. and, and what's your reason for asking that? Well, I think the reason is, you know, and I could say it for myself, is that we rather want to grow muscle more or we want to, mm. you know, I guess focusing on make, looking good. And we're told mm. that you need protein, especially as guys, we're told that. And yeah. But what you're basically saying is that we need to focus most mo more on recovery energy. What is going to give us energy to keep going or, you know, to make us feel better? And I think that's something that we don't think about when it comes to um, fitness. And to me, that's something that's important for you, especially because you run marathons. Yeah, man, I've never, literally, 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 I, I, I hope everyone hears this. I, I don't take protein powders. I don't eat more protein. I don't like try and focus on it at all. I try and have a mixed plate. Whole foods, I include legumes, I include nuts and seeds and, and grains and, and vegetables. And I just have this rainbow um, array of like foods and all that, right? I, I prioritize food combining so that I don't create an acidic environment, which basically means I don't eat fruits with cooked food. I eat fruits on its own. If I eat fruits, it's on its own, mm -hmm. right? Um, and the reason being is we get stronger muscles when we do more repetition. Mm -hmm. Right. Our muscles get stronger when, if we're working our biceps, mm -hmm. those biceps get stronger when we do more bicep curls. And we get better at surfing when we keep repeating, keep repeating. Mm -hmm. And then, like I said, what do you need for that? You need more energy. Mm -hmm. Now, energy, one element is food. And then the other element is emotions, right? Emotions control so much of our body. Uh, for instance, five minutes of anger turns our immune systems off for five hours. Mm. How's that? Five minutes of anger will turn off your immune system for five hours. So if in a world of COVID-19, if that's not motivation enough to uh, practice presence, kindness, happiness, etc., then I don't know what is. Yeah. Uh, and if you combine those two, uh, it really becomes the holistic approach to what can I do to have more energy? How can I listen to my body more? Do I need a rest? You know, do I need to not go out to the social gathering so I can just be like um, more true to myself tomorrow? Uh, do I need to maybe eat some carbohydrates? Because I know a lot of people try and stay away from carbohydrates to lose weight. And uh, I would just want to let you know, you're probably making yourself pick up weights with that. Uh, my dad lost 120 pounds 
on a carbohydrate rich diet. He ate uh, uh, he ate pastas, which were whole food pastas, so like 100% rice pastas, mm-hmm. um, uh, lots of carbohydrates, and he did basically uh, 80% carbohydrate diets. And the dude lost 120 pounds um, without <laughs> training. Yeah. He only started training when he lost the weight. Oh, that's awesome. That's cool. <laughs> and I, I think that's the idea that there's a misconception too. Yeah, you got to eat low carbs and, you know, high protein. And there's so many things out there. But I think the number one thing that we just need to focus on is reading, eating the right food. Eating the food that really gives us that energy and good health to keep us going, to help us to keep us yeah. going. Hundred um, percent. I, I think carbohydrates got a bad rap because a lot of processed foods are high in carbohydrates, and like bread uh, is probably a, a massive junk food unless you cook, uh, unless you bake it at home, and that's that's also majority carbohydrates. So people just confuse exactly what is a carbohydrate. But at the end of the day, there's carbs in broccoli. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. You're right. Um, and this is one thing that I do want to ask you to um, talk to us about is in your ultra marathons, if you don't eat processed food, what do you eat? <laughs> I am. I'm the weird dude on the runs. I'm the weird dude on the bikes. <laughs> and I literally, this is what I eat. And it's, uh, uh, I love just thinking about it. So mostly I don't pretty much take anything with me uh, until I've, uh, unless I'm going to be training over three hours, probably mm-hmm. around ar- around the three hour mark. Uh, obviously, depending on how much vertical running I'm going to be doing, because I, I I do I do run in the mountains a lot, um, and I bake uh, baby potatoes. Right, I remember <laughs> so telling you. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, bake baby potatoes, and I put them in like plug bags so if i'm running and i've got my running pack on me they'll go in there um if i'm cycling they'll go in my little cycling pouch at the back um i'm never swimming more than two hours so that, that never comes into play mm-hmm. um i take dates with me and i take almonds with me um i don't they're not roasted or anything just like raw and all that so if i'm going to be doing anything over five or six hours i know my body is going to be uh it's more my taste buds my taste buds are going to be um uh, my taste buds and not my body is normally craving a saltier snack right. when I get to the five, six, seven hour mark. Mm-hmm. That's just, I know my body works. Um, so I, I take the potatoes with for later and I'll use hundred um, percent organic cold pressed uh, olive oil in like the bag as well with a little bit of uh, molten salt or sea salt or, uh, or like Himalayan salt, which is amazing. Um, and then drink wise, uh, coconut water, all the way. I fill my bottles with coconut water. Uh, if I'm running in the mountains, I just drink straight from the river. Like you don't get a better liquid than that. Mm. Um, what else do I have? Dates, nuts, man. Dates, dates, almonds, and potatoes. Yeah, that's it, man. Like Dude, that's awesome. literally, that's it. That's all that powers me. Um, if anyone's doing triathlons, you can put uh, a combination of all of those in your transition bags, which I do. Um, and then take a little bit on uh, on the cycle with you. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, to me, <laughs> and I don't think it's just because I'm plant-based, but to me, that sounds more pleasant than some of the things that we're told to take while we're doing our triathlons yeah. or marathons. And uh, I feel like that's just easier in, in your digestion and on your body. Mm-hmm. And it, I feel like that makes you feel good itself. And so that's awesome that you do that. And you actually run these marathons and you feel great right 
Yeah, hundred percent. So, so, so this, so this is my thing. I, I also want people to identify if they've got any uh, uh, food addictions, because a lot of times food addictions will come into play, and a lot of people don't realize they've got a food addiction. And what I mean by this is, if you guys are going out and doing a marathon for three, four, five hours, you you don't necessarily need food. Uh, you need to make sure that you are prioritizing your meals the night before and the morning. So when you're running a marathon like that, it's going to be better on the morning of the marathon to eat foods that digest quicker. So like dates will give you energy straight away. It's the fastest food. Dates are like your um, natural energy enhancer. Um, you can soak chia seeds. Chia seeds are a beautiful endurance food. You can have that in the morning. You can do like an overnight chia pudding or a overnight oats with, with chia um, oats like make sure you eat three hours before otherwise that oat bowl or whatever your breakfast is going to be it's not going to give you the energy it's going to give it to you for the finish line mm -hmm. um, uh, make sure that you're eating enough calories the night before because it helps you uh, recover overnight so high carbohydrates and then um, high carbohydrates and then on the morning just very quick releasing food so I eat a lot of fruits before I run um, even fruit during the race, if I can, I will, for shorter races, I'll rather just grab, like, in summer, a lot of the race tents have, like, watermelon or things like that mm. and oranges. And that's what I go for. Nice. That's awesome. <laughs> you know, and I, I can honestly say I haven't seen anyone do it before. And so I, I'm, it's so awesome to hear you doing that. It actually works for you. Um, mm. And I would I would love to um, see other people give that a try, you know, and mm -hmm. see what you're you've experienced you know so um i think that's what i'm gonna say i'm gonna tell everyone like you i don't come and believe me you know like don't believe anyone out there but believe me enough just to give it a try because mm -hmm. like i'm saying like well, what have you got to lose you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna have a smaller uh, food bill because processed food is way more expensive than the whole food section vegetables and fruits right so you're gonna save money on supplements and you're gonna save money on everything if you're going to go fully plant-based, the only thing that I'm going to suggest that you take is a really good vitamin B12. Mm -hmm. uh, B12, uh, it's not because we're not eating meat and all that. B12 uh, comes from microorganisms in the, in, in the soil. And because our vegetables are subpar and we're not getting that from the vegetables anymore, um, I do suggest getting like a 100% pure liquid B12. Uh, very important for athletes as well. Mm -hmm. um, and vitamin D, if you're not... I mean, if you're an athlete, not really, but uh, if you are running in like Northern Europe and you need it, so then, then take it. Right. No, yeah. Vitamin D is a serious thing for sure um, because I actually wasn't feeling strong and I was kind of feeling weak in my workouts and I felt like there's something wrong. And so earlier last year, last year, I actually went to my doctor and got blood work done. And yeah. a friend of mine was like, make sure you put vitamin D in your blood work so i actually got my uh, vitamin d blood work done and it came back that i had level of 13 and that's really low it and yeah. it's supposed to be the lowest i think was 50 and so yeah. you know you just and i'm always outside surfing and stuff so you just yeah. never know um but yeah, yeah vitamin d b12 all that we should all have checked and you know make sure we're, we're good with those levels for sure. 100%. Uh, make sure you get checked. I, I would say that. Uh, don't uh, standardize your lifestyle according to the media, right? Um, get checked. Have a cheap blood test. Check where you are. See where you, you're going to have to prioritize and then go from there. Mm. Um, my body is can be completely different to yours. I've never I, – I don't even go low if I don't take B12. Mm. Like that's me. Mm. Um, but I know that 
I'm very lucky in that element because I know many people do. Yeah, that's awesome. And thank you so much, Gary, for taking the time to talk to us. And I'm really inspired by what you do and your what your fiance do. You know, you guys both have wonderful um, uh, vision to help people with their lives, you know, not just with diet, but also just helping them with their personal growth. And I just, um, I, I want everyone to take in what we learned today from you and to be inspired to not just eat healthier, but, you know, not just to do it for yourself, but for others. And like you said in the beginning, it's to have more compassion for other people. And it's, it's inspiring too, to see that you inspired your own family uh, to be, um, to better themselves in their lives too. And so thank you so much, Gary, for thank sharing you so with much, us. Brother. I appreciate that so much. And I, I really, um, I, I really value you as, as, as a human, as, as like someone that's, <laughs> I, I've known you now for, uh, I know from afar, but I've met you and I just see how the service and, and, and just like the compassion and happiness you put into this world. And, and just, we, we need more people like you. So uh, keep doing what you're doing, man. Oh um, yeah. And we definitely got to get you back. Cause you know, I know there's more things for you to share with us. So hopefully we'll get you oh, back for a part two. <laughs> yes, please. I would love that. You just let me know. Oh, awesome. Thank you so much, Gary. And thank you listeners for tuning in. I hope you guys learned something new today and maybe you want to try this plant-based diet and implement it to your fitness. I hope you guys tune in every week. Every Wednesday, I'm going to upload a podcast. And so till then, stay safe, stay healthy, and stay fit. Thank you for joining us. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Please visit our website at f5challenge.org or find us on the Facebook F5 Challenge group page if you want to stay in touch with us. And if you like the podcast, you can subscribe and you can share it with your friends to motivate and inspire more people in the community. Thanks again for listening and God bless.